Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland, but we are with you right now as the schedule just dropped. So we got you covered, and we're going to go through everything. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening, subscribe to the podcast. We are excited to have this uh, podcast with you right now as we all just found out moments ago what the schedule is. Daryl, do you want to go through the schedule with us, or how do you want to do this? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's uh, go through. Uh, why don't I announce the schedule and then uh we can just kind of talk about a few things i've got uh uh, some factoids uh, related to the schedule very nice Uh, also some quotes from uh, head coach kevin stefanski we can read and then we can play your favorite game and the fastest game show across the country growing and that is the uh, the schedule game because I know you love how much uh, how much you love doing that. So we're gonna so do- I'm going to give you my theories on the schedule game here in a minute. But let's go through. Ready? Week number one. Well, we're going to start with the preseason first. Oh, uh, we, preseason. We all- Wait, didn't we already know the preseason? Nah, not. And we're still missing dates on most of them. Yeah. Well, here we go. So the preseason uh, opener, obviously, Hall of Fame game, New York Jets. Right? They're going to come back to Cleveland and play the Washington Commanders. They'll go to Philadelphia. They'll practice twice there with the Eagles, Monday, Tuesday, and then play the the Thursday game uh, with the the Eagles there in Philadelphia. And then the fourth preseason opponent is not going to be who I thought it was. Oh, who'd you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be the Detroit Lions. It is not. Long live the GLC, but for this year, once again, RIP the barge. Guess who the fourth preseason game is going to be against. I know who it is. They've already announced it. So it'll be against the it, Kansas you know City Chiefs. That's great. Talk you know why? Your, your final tune-up going against the Super Bowl champs. Good news, they're playing the, or I should say, bad news, they're playing the defending Super Bowl champions. The good news is the outcome of the game don't count. And it's the last preseason game. And here's the other thing about it. It's back-to-back Kelsey's for all of us Cleveland Heitzers, right? Yes. You got Jason, and then you got Travis the week after. So, man, that'll be exciting. So you'll go Kelsey, Kelsey, 
uh, here in the preseason and don't have to worry about them during the regular season. So there it has. Let me recap it again for you. When you look at the preseason for your Cleveland Browns, it's an eight o'clock start in the Hall of Fame game in Canton. I was in Canton yesterday. Place looks outstanding and they are going to be ready to roll when that game comes in. And of course, we all know Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets will be in Northeast Ohio on August 3rd. That's followed by the Washington Commanders. That game will be at uh, Cleveland Brown Stadium, which we have to get used to saying again. And then you're at Philadelphia and Kansas City. That's preseason weeks two, three, and four with no date set because TV is going to go through it. But that's the preseason, my man. I want to talk about the regular season. And the only game that was really leaked a little bit early and early in the day was the Cincinnati Bengals. The season opener, the home opener at home, one o'clock on CBS. So we'll pick it up with week two, September 18th at Pittsburgh, Monday night football. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Are we allowed to do that? Again, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, because I'm, I'm so flat and I can't sing. Okay. It's nowhere near the real You will thing. be off key enough to where the lawyers will leave us alone. That is like, No, they're going to be off key. They're going to be like the lawyers will be scared to listen. Their ears will be bleeding. <laughs> September 24th, home for the Tennessee Titans at 1 p.m. Oh, Follow is that going to be a big weekend? That's a Follow, huge yeah. weekend. October 1st, week four, Baltimore Ravens at home at 1 p.m. on CBS. Then the bye week in week five. So no, no game in uh, week five there. Come back October 15th, home. So stretch of three straight home games in four weeks. Uh, San Francisco 49ers come to town at 1 o'clock. And that game is going to get broadcast on Fox. Remember now, the schedule's different this year when it comes to television. It's no longer CBS has the AFC, Fox has the NFC. Although uh, that's kind of been mixed up a little bit the last couple of years too already. But it's really, really super official this year. Correct, correct. Um, so October 22nd, back-to-back road games begin uh, at Indianapolis, 1 p.m. on CBS. Then they travel west to Seattle, October 29th. Jackson Smith and Jigba. That is a 405 kickoff on Fox, and that, that's 105 local time, but uh, 405 here. November 5th and week nine, the Arizona Cardinals, 1 p.m. CBS. November 12th at Baltimore to take on the Ravens for the, uh, I believe, the second time of the season. Yep. Uh, that is a 1 p.m. kickoff on Fox. Mm-hmm. I think this this will be the first time that the Browns and Ravens ever play on Fox. November 19th, Pittsburgh Steelers at home, 1 p.m. on CBS. Then November 26th, Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, did you say my birthday? That's what you said. Everyone mark it, not as the Browns at Broncos, but as my birthday, keep going. Happy birthday, Andy Baskin, 405 on Fox, Browns and Broncos. And the West Coast, they're probably going to stay out West because the following week, they go to Los Angeles to play the Rams at 425. Also on Fox, that'll be December 3rd. So my hunch is they'll go to Denver, play the game, and then move on to Los Angeles and practice all week out there in Los Angeles before facing the Rams. That's not official. That is just me tossing something out there uh, because I know that that was something the organization was hope to do, hoping to do. They really wanted Seattle and Los Angeles to be back to back. Yeah. That's the way you want it. It's that, like Seattle trip is difficult. It's right, a difficult. That's, 
that's what they wanted to do. But the, the league said, no, but we'll meet you halfway and have you go to Denver, then Los Angeles. Um, December 10th, 1 o'clock on CBS, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So that uh, should be uh, exciting. Uh, the Jaguars, of course, coming off playoff season. We'll talk more about that uh, later in the podcast. Let's go ahead and wrap up the schedule for you. Uh, week 15 is a complete flex week, similar to what they did uh, last year. Chicago Bears, date, time, and television network all to be determined. Hmm. Um, Merry Christmas to Sean Watson. You get to go home to Houston on Christmas Eve to take on the Texans at 1 p.m. on CBS. December 28th. The final home game of the season, Andy. Oh, you are a pessimist, my friend. Right. You are a pessimist. Ah. I can't believe you said that. Amazon Prime. Thursday night football against Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets. That's that's going to be a huge game. We're going to talk about it, but that's going to be a huge game. And then they'll wrap up the season just like they did last year with the TBDs uh, on uh, dates time for kickoff as well as a television network they will uh end the season on the ohio river at cincinnati so they'll kick and the season off at home against the bengals and then end the season in cincinnati against the bengals so that is that is the schedule for the browns in 2023 and that bengals game will fall in the next calendar year should fall in 2024 it should it, yeah. It, yeah it has to i don't how it, it has to yeah, well, it it, yeah, it'll be played Saturday, <clears throat> Sunday, or maybe Monday night. Right. So that's that'll be uh, to de- to be determined. So uh, I'll give you the floor, Andy. What's uh, after me reading that schedule off? Uh, what's your what what's your take? Well, I, I do think there are two interesting things. I actually thought about that staying out west thing too. The first time that I saw it, um, I, I do no- notice. You know, I look at the TV stuff, and I think we're on Fox more than we've ever been before because of this new TV deal. I also, like I said, that weekend of the 24th, I think for football fans around Northeast Ohio, that's going to be a really interesting weekend uh, for watching because uh, on September 23rd, Ohio State is at Notre Dame and then the Browns play the Titans. So that is going to be a fantastic weekend of football for everyone that's watching on board. I double check that on the, on that college game, but I, I'm 90% sure that that's correct. So, um, but the way I, I look at the schedule for this team, look, you're going to know early on how good and what you're going to have to do for the rest of the season because you're facing the AFC North in three of the first four games. And, Daryl, that, that's just my first take. I have many more takes, and so do you. As the schedule drop has happened, we have it all for you. We're going to break down, uh, again, every one of these games. We're going to look at it, and Daryl's going to give us uh, the way he looks at it as far as the schedule game goes, maybe perhaps a prediction before we roll out of here. It's always game day in Cleveland. Uh, right here, he's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We're back right after this with more detailed analysis of the schedule, which just dropped. It's the schedule game edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland as the NFL schedule has just dropped, including for your Cleveland Browns. It is out. But a quick reminder to listen up. Mobile sports betting finally live here in the state of Ohio. And we want to help prevent you from making bad bets. In order to win big, we need you to download the BetQL app today and instantly get their models, best bets, live public information, sharp data, trends, and much more right at your fingertips. Use code OH25 for 25% off your first month. Head to betql.com slash news slash 92.3 the fan for exclusive sportsbook offers. And of course, you get to bet on the whole.
happen this year, Andy, because sports betting is legal here in Ohio. Now you get to, at least you get to do it in Ohio for the first time. You've always been able to go out to Vegas. Oh, this is true. You can do it from your couch. That's right. You're in the state of Ohio when you do it legally. That's the key legally. Um, Daryl. So I went through and let's kind of break these down in segments. So I went through the first four games to end the first segment, Bengals, Steelers, and Ravens, three out of the first four. Uh, I think that's gigantic. Plus Tennessee is going to be interesting at home. So you tell me your thoughts on the first four games. Yeah. um, So I've got them starting the season one and three. Uh, I, first of all, death taxes and the Browns start 0 and 1 unless they're playing Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers. Um, what's I, the one, Daryl? Uh, the, the one, uh, so I have them losing their first two games. I have them losing at home to the Bengals and go, and again, they don't, they never win in Pittsburgh except for if it's uh, a pandemic and the AFC wild card. Um, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I don't see them going to Heinz Field and, and winning. So I've got or whatever start- the name of it is. Yeah, I, I, I or, yeah, what Acrisure Stadium or yeah, I always think about, I always want to call it Acupuncture Stadium. I know it's painful. Um, so I don't even know if acupuncture is painful. I, I take that back for anybody who does acupuncture. Oh, okay, go ahead, sir. Let's. Why don't we just find that out on a, a podcast, right? Um, so, yeah, so I've got them starting zero and two. Um, okay. Now I'm at, at before people that are listening to this podcast like are already cussing at me. Um, right. I have them finishing with a winning record. I just let me really? say, I so I, they start. They're going to start slow because well, the Browns always start slow. But I do have them finishing with a w- winning record. So hang with me, folks. Okay. But I, I just I think that those first four games, Andy, are really tough. Uh, they're going to need, need a little bit get get their feet under them. The, the again, the week one thing. I I'm totally just basing that off their history. Same thing with the trip to Pittsburgh. That's off history. Um, I, I think the the Ravens are just going to be a, a really tough team to beat. Um, in fact, I'm kind of picking them right now in my mind, subject to uh, being permitted to uh, do what politicians do and flip-flop. Uh, but right now, I have the Ravens winning the AFC North. So um, uh, so I think that they start one in three. But uh, going into that bye and coming off the bye, I have them getting hot in a hurry. All right, so let's keep looking through the schedule now because you've got the bye week in week five. Let me just fire that question at you real quick. Feels early, but it's okay because three of those first four games are against the North. I'm okay with the bye week there. Yeah, and here, I'll uh, read you a quote from uh, from Kevin Stefanski regarding that. He said, this is uh, through, through the team uh, in their uh, announcement uh, tonight as we're recording this uh, Monday night here, or I'm sorry, Thursday night. Um, you know, he says, quote, we like having the bye where it is. It's going to be four really tough games to start, and then we'll take a breather. Then we'll have a great opportunity in front of us with a home game against a very, very good 49ers team. And then we get on the road against some really good teams. That's the meat of our schedule. Being on the road and trying to find a way to win against really good opponents, that's the competitive aspect of this I think our guys are excited about. So that's Kevin Stefanski's take on having the bye week come early in week five. Me personally, Andy, I'd like it to be a little later in the season. I'm worried about maybe them potentially running out of steam down the stretch, even though, like I said, I have them starting one and three, but finishing very, very strong. But that is something that is in the back of my mind, whether or not they run out of gas down the stretch, having to play, uh, you know, uh, you know, week six through 18 consecutively. So I'll tell you in a moment why I think that by week, Week five is a little dicey for this team, but that's okay. Um, I do like the fact that the Browns only have 
uh, the away games are paired out. So they never have three away games in a row. So I think that's, uh, I think that's important. I think it's important for planning. I think it's good for continuity for the team and just all those little things you need when you could use a little bit more rest when you're at home, especially when you look at the way the schedule ends towards the thing. So let's go to the next, uh, let's go to the next four games. Then Daryl, we'll go Niners. Uh, that game's at home. It's a one o'clock game on Fox. And then they're at Indianapolis, which is, uh, you know, Pittsburgh and Indianapolis. I mean, those are, they're not that far away. So it's not that brutal. Um, you are going into a different time zone, but that's, uh, wait, I can't remember. Does Indy change their time? No, they don't. No, so they you're don't. not. They don't. No. No, right. Okay. So Indy and Phoenix don't. That's right. And then you've got Seattle right after that, that weekend. So Niners, Colts, Seahawks, Cardinals. So you've got a lot of Western feel to this thing, but. Niners are here. I think that's a tough game for San Francisco. In fact, I wonder uh, what San Francisco's schedule looks like around that, and I wonder if they'll be practicing in Youngstown if they're out on the East Coast, if that's one of the situations for them. So you go Niners, and then on the road, Colts, Seahawks, and then back home again against the Cardinals. Your thoughts on those four? Well, uh, first, I think you need to give me your your schedule game results for the first four games. I'm really scared. I'm going to say two and two to play it safe. Okay. I do think the Browns can win in Pittsburgh on Monday. I, night. I do too. But again, like I don't think that they're getting their doors blown off in those first four games. Even though I have them starting one and three, I think this is going to be extremely competitive. Uh, but I, again, I just feel like they're going to start slow. All right. So I also think they don't fear Cincinnati. Yeah, I don't think that, no, they, that this they, team they, ever they fears don't. Cincinnati. And so it's the you know, one I don't, team in the division they can beat. Yeah, I do fear Mike Vrabel though. So uh, and the Ravens too. <laughs> And, and I don't know what Tennessee is going to look like, but I, I just think to play it safe, I'll go two and two in the first four. I'll go two All and right. two. So now I now they rebound. I have them winning three of the next four. Interesting. So, the, so Interesting. through eight games, I have them four and four. They will beat the 49ers. They will beat the Colts because of that travel to Seattle. I, I think that that's just going to be too much for them. So I have them losing at Seattle. Plus, that's like the loudest stadium outside of Kansas City. Uh, it's a very difficult place to play. Uh, so I have them losing to the Seahawks and then coming right back home the following week on November 5 and beating uh, the Arizona Cardinals. So they uh, they will be four and four through the first eight games of, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Um, the, yeah, that's right. Four and four through the first eight. Yeah, they'll be four and four through the first eight. So I was I can buy no math tonight. That's okay. I can buy what you're selling. Um, again, the Seattle game scares me because it's in Seattle and it just it just it just doesn't feel right. Uh, the Niners at home, I do like, but I do think Kyle Shanahan um, also has some things to prove when he's yeah. coaching here, don't you? Yeah, but um, like I said, I, I'm trying to be kind of real uh, measured and balanced with this because I do believe the Browns are a really good football team this year. And because of the way Kevin Stefanski is setting up training camp, I think that's actually going to help them. Um, it, the the cynic in me, uh, you know, with them going to West Virginia and spending a week in Philadelphia and stuff like that, I think it's easy to roll your eyes at that. But I think that there is something to be said for kind of sequestering these guys a little bit because we saw when they were sequestered how well this 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 team played under Kevin Stefanski, and that was obviously during the pandemic. So right, that's I, I why think, I think the Greenbrier stuff's great. Yeah, I so it, it's really difficult for me to uh to, to criticize his thinking on that andy and right. um and i've got to pick them to win some games so uh um i think a slow start but then they really really pick it up 
Um, I've got them splitting the next four games. All right, so let me let me go through the next four real quick. At Baltimore, Pittsburgh at home, at Denver, and then at the L.A. Rams. And I think you're right. If they can stay in L.A. between Denver and the Rams, I think that would be beneficial to the organization and the team uh, as far. Again, we're through eight games. It's, you've got four. I've got four. Um, and so they're at four and four through eight games. Now we're in the kind of the back half of the schedule because you're jumping back into the AFC North. You're done with the Ravens on November 12th, and then you're done with the Steelers on November 19th. What do you think of that, of not having to play them late in the season in meaningful games? Yeah, I, I'm a little disappointed in the way that is laid out, but I'll be honest with you, Andy, because of the way I have this rolling through, I think it benefits them. So I have them, I have Baltimore sweeping the Browns this year. Okay. Um, but I have the Browns beating the Steelers at home and beating the Broncos at home. And I have them losing again on the West Coast, just again, because the, the travel thing, um, I have them losing to the Rams. So to, So at this point, in my schedule game, they are six and six. Uh, all right. You got, well, wait, we're only through, you're through 12. Yeah. Okay. Through 12 games. So then the next one I'll go, well, I'll tell you what I'll do here, Daryl. You know yeah. What, what are your, what are your picks on there? I will tell you when we come back, it's always game day in Cleveland. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to hit us up on social media, if you want to be a part of the show at game day CLE on both Instagram and Twitter. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. So we went through our first four. I said two and two. Daryl said three and one or one and three. We went through the second four. I again, two and two, which takes you to a grand total of four and four. And then Daryl even things up going three and one. So we were four and four through eight games. If you're keeping score at home. Now we're into the second four games, which takes you into Arizona at Baltimore. Wait, wait, sorry. That takes you at Baltimore. Pittsburgh at home, Denver on the road, LA on the road. I'm going to go, and I hate to say it, I'm going two and two again. Okay. So now uh, I'm at six and six. So we're both, we are both at six and six. Okay. Just a little bit of different ways to get there. So now take us through the next four, Daryl. Well, I will finish it off. How about that? Okay. Let's just take it. Yeah. There's five left. So I have the Browns winning four of their final five. I have them beating, and this is where I think they can get fat. Jacksonville, Chicago, Houston, win, win, win. Three. I think they lose to the Jets in the home finale on Thursday night, uh, prime video, uh, December 28th. They lose to Aaron Rodgers in the Jets and then go on the road at Cincinnati to beat the Bengals and clinch an AFC wild card berth at 10 and seven. All right, let me digest what we're looking at. So now we're looking Jags can win. Yes, that's a win. The Bears game, which could be a flex game. We don't know where that's going to go. Yes, that can be a win. I don't think we're playing the same game with Houston that we did last year. Uh, will be significantly better as long as we're healthy and as long as Deshaun Watson is rolling. That's a win too. So now I'm at three. Uh, that gets me to nine and six. I don't see us. But it depends what the game means for the Jets. And the other thing is, is Aaron Rodgers healthy this late in the season? Because right now, if you're prime video, you're looking at that thing going, all right, December 28th, right? And it's an 815 it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's to me, that's such a huge game. Those two games will determine whether the Browns make the playoffs. They will need the Jets game to get in. Um, and the Bengals know where to play strong at the end of the year. I say beat the Jets lose to the Bengals, okay, which so, takes us, I think, to the same record. 
So we're both. So we both come in at ten and seven. Ten and but seven, both of us. In your scenario, is ten and seven good enough to get the yes. wild card? Yes. Yes, it is. I think we overrate the number of wins we need since they went to seventeen games. I think we thought, oh, you're going to need 12, 13 wins. That's not true. Okay. Go back and look at the last two seasons, and you'll see. And in your end, yeah, you're in. I think ten still gets you in. All so right, so Daryl, are you surprised that we're on the same page on this? So that, that that's surprising to me. That is wild. I mean, our math to get there, I think Andy is a little different. Correct. Because, because I chose to go with it. And again, the reason I went with the slow start is because, well, historically, the Browns really do start slow. Um, even in like their better seasons, they tend to come out of the gate a little slow. Um, usually when they start fast, right? Those three, like there have been many years where the Browns like have started three and one or even two and two. And then just everything like goes to hell and falls apart. Um, I don't think that's going to happen this year. Um, so I'm going slow start, strong finish. So one and three to start the year. And then them winning four of the final five to secure a playoff spot. They will not host a playoff game They uh, because they will not win the AFC North. I think the Baltimore Ravens will win the AFC North. I think the Cincinnati Bengals will finish second. And I am fine picking the Pittsburgh Steelers to finish in the basement. This will be the first time since 1989 the Cleveland Browns finished with a better record than the Pittsburgh Steelers. This all is predicated on the one simple sentence that will drive the entire season. How well is Deshaun Watson playing? Yeah, so a couple of nuggets about this uh, schedule too. The Browns playing five playoff teams from 2022. The Bengals, Ravens, twice, right? Jaguars, right. 49ers, Seahawks. The Browns will play eight teams that finished with a losing record last season. So that's the Cardinals, Bears, Jets, Titans, Colts, Texans, Broncos, and Rams. Um, they will uh, the the Browns rank 26th in strength of schedule based on 22 result uh, 2022 results um, of 469 winning percentage for those opponents. The Steelers have the uh, 25th. Uh, ranked strength of schedule uh, opponents with a 460 winning percentage. Ravens are 21st with opponents having a 484 winning percentage. And the Bengals have the toughest schedule in the division. Um, and rightfully so, obviously, coming off the AFC Championship game loss, they have the 17th toughest schedule with opponents holding a 510 uh, winning percentage. And the Browns will travel uh, from a mileage standpoint. Another fun fact I always love these things. Huh. Um, 14,792 miles to be traveled. That'll be the ninth fewest miles this season. Seahawks, Dolphins, Rams, Chargers, Ravens, and Cardinals will travel over 25,000 miles. And there's a lot of marquee quarterback matchups. You mentioned about uh, Deshaun Watson and how well he plays. How about look at some of these quarterbacks they're going to they're gonna play, Andy, right? Lamar Jackson twice, Joe Burrow twice, Kenny Pickett twice. They're going to play Aaron Rodgers on Thursday night football. Russell Wilson, Geno Smith. I'm going to assume Kyler Murray, um, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, does C.J. Stroud win the starting job? Matthew Stafford, uh, and then Gardner Minshew, or hey, do they go with the kid Anthony Richardson? So uh, just your thoughts when I read those quarterback names, how do you feel about Watson v. those guys? Again, Watson healthy, I feel healthy when you go into these situations uh, against good quarterbacks. You're right. I mean, I, there's no way you can't look at this thing and can't just, like, my eyes go right to the Thursday night game on December 28th against the Jets. At home, 
I, this place could be bone cold right after Christmas, and it could be absolutely electric in Cleveland, especially if you're thinking uh, that this is a game that can get the Browns into the playoffs. Right. If that game is like, and I think that's awesome because I thought in the beginning, I thought uh, maybe we'd see the Jets toward the middle of the season. But, but I think because the Jets got the Hall of Fame game with the Browns, I think that's why they pushed the game so late into the season. So yeah. that when they look at each other, they won't look at, first of all, they're not going to look at it. They could play week one and they'll look nothing like they would uh, no. in preseason game no, in no, the no, Hall of Fame game. So playing in that Hall of Fame game, it, no. it, they really are not. And, and, and I don't say that to be disrespectful. That that's just like, that's the reality. Um, you're, uh, you're going to see Aaron Rodgers just to see what he looks like in a Jets Jersey. That's maybe it. you'll see, look, you'll see Aaron Rodgers beat Deshaun Watson probably for a series. You know what I mean? Like you just, you throw him out there for a series and you get him off the field. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I just, I just feel like that that's, and, and quite frankly, I think that's the way it should be handled either. I, I, I again, I'm not, uh, I, I don't want to demean the event or the game. Um, but that, I mean, that's just the reality. You're that Hall of Fame game is, you know, is for the jets that are getting inducted in Joe Thomas. Let's be honest. A hundred. That's what that's all about. In fact, did you see him throw out the first pitch of the Brewers game? I did. And you know, Joe, what? that was pretty cool. He went with the, he went with the splitter instead of the four seam fastball. Guy, I gotta respect it. I thought he'd throw something cheesy because he was in Wisconsin, but that didn't happen. Um, Daryl, uh, oh, oh, I think I actually made you laugh at my dad joke. Thank you, dad joke number one for this episode. Uh, Daryl, all in all, I'm shaking this, my head in shame at you. No, you're not. I, I, I do like the way this the schedule. It's a no excuse schedule. Let yes. me just say that. Other than the fact that they're out west for a couple games, they really don't leave the time zone that often. Um, they leave the time zone for, I'm just looking. Actually, they do. I mean, the, the, them having to like them having to go West. See, well, you're jumping to, so really, really Seattle's tough. a tough one, Denver and Los Angeles, but, and then Houston, yeah. you're only leaving the time zone four times. Yeah. I, but again, those are four, well, three of them are tough trips. Houston's not a tough trip, but, um, because the Texans just aren't competitive enough yet. But um, Houston feels pretty quick to get to. It's like driving to Columbus from here on a plane, yeah. <laughs> on a charter. It but, is. But yeah, it's a know, little more than Columbus. But having to go to Seattle, having to go to Los Angeles, having to go, having to go Denver. Those are those are three fairly long trips, and they can wear you down a little bit. And that's why I, I as I said earlier in the podcast, Andy, I anticipate there in in mid to late no, or I'm sh- I should say late November, early December, that last week of November, first week of December, I could see them going out to Denver, playing the game, flying on to Los Angeles, hanging out at UCLA or, or wherever they're going to you know, go for a week, right? Well, here's the other part. I, I doubt that's where they go, but I will tell you this. That's a great time of year to be out in California to try to grab some college that had just finished college football. So there'll be plenty of empty fields and places to practice out there because right. college football will be over by that point. Now, USC and UCLA, you would hope that those two teams would still keep going. But, I mean, like Northridge, if they don't make the uh, the old 1AA playoffs or something like that, there will be facilities in um, in that area that they'll be able to use because of the way the college football schedule lines up. So that is actually an excellent time to be out there. Yeah, it, 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 that, that's a good point by you. Um, yeah, because there's that break between – uh, the championship we uh, or I should well no there it's the, there's only going to be two pack twelve champ, teams that are going to be out playing championship so. weekend is what I'm guessing that weekend of December ten just off so the twenty six the twenty six is Michigan weekend. weekend so that's the last weekend of the year for 
college football the next week. It's so it would be December 2nd would be the championship games okay. in college football. So okay, I- again, so almost all those schools that are out in California will be done. So they're going to want to head. I mean, you know, they could be anywhere in that greater. I, who knows? They could go to San Diego if they want to. I mean, I'm sure there's a practice facility sitting down there that no one's using if they didn't already convert it over. By the way, did you see the Chargers Twitter account? Uh, I did not, no. Afternoon? Uh-uh. Oh, dude, they chose violence. Why? So they, so they, um, they in, not in the schedule release, but like earlier in the day when they were teasing the schedule release, they, they did their opponents by Pop-Tart flavor. What? Yes, and it was glorious. Oh, I got to go watch it. I'm glad. You, I wonder what we got to go check what it out. What would we have been? It, I, 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 chocolate, I'm guessing, right? Halloween frosting. Well, yeah, something like that. But like, um, the so the Ravens are Old Bay seasoning. Oh, 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 that's Old good. Salads man. and meats. Is that not that's great? Yes. Ravens. Yes. Uh, the Jets. They went with swamp flavor, and they put a picture of Shrek. Uh, for the uh, uh, for the Tennessee Titans, they they just went straight unfrosted blueberry. <laughs> that's cold. Oh, that's brutal. Unfrosted blueberry. That is that is that's mean. Um, for the uh, the Bills, they went with ranch, the original ranch. <laughs> well, to go with your buffalo. That's why to go with your buffalo. Yep. Daryl, Daryl, Daryl. I got to tell you, it was exciting. Yes, go ahead. Last one. Go. Deep dish pizza. Yeah, that's good. That makes sense. There's plenty of it there. That all right? I can. I appreciate that. You, you got to check these out. These are these are fantastic. The Broncos are cream corn. I'll leave you that with that one. Daryl, it's always game day in Cleveland. Awesome. We want to thank our producer Meredith Kane for being able to turn this around so fast. You just got the schedule. We just got the schedule, and we just played the schedule game for Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Thank you, Meredith Kane. It's always. Game day in Cleveland. In our next edition of Game Day in Cleveland, plenty of noise about the stadium. We'll talk about that in our next edition.